Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I am 911 call about stabbings at an area school results in a teacher being taken into custody. I'm Mike Marillo. Tokyo stocks down 2%. Hong Kong is up more than 4%. Big jobs report coming out here in the U.S. in the morning. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Clear. Citing, I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Uh, the Washington Post and New York Times are reporting big layoffs in store for Twitter workers tomorrow. CBS's Matt Piper. A company-wide email says Twitter employees will receive word at the start of business Friday as to whether or not they're losing their jobs. While there's no number, reports are that half of the social media giant's 7,500 employees will be let go. It will come one week since Elon Musk took over Twitter and ousted its CEO and other top executives. He bought it for $44 billion which investment firm Wedbush says was an overpayment of some $20 billion. Matt Piper, CBS News. Citing responsibility but stopping short of apologizing, Kyrie Irving of the Brooklyn Nets has been suspended for five games without pay after an anti-Semitic tweet. CBS's Michael George. I'm a light. I'm a beacon of light. Kyrie Irving on the defensive again. I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. The Brooklyn Nets star again refused to apologize for posting a link to an anti-Semitic film which denies the Holocaust and falsely blames Jews for slavery. Police cars are being parked outside synagogues in New Jersey and New York as a precaution with the FBI issuing a warning about credible threats to Jewish houses of worship. WCBS-TV's Tony Aiello says the threat was specific to New Jersey. Lakewood has the highest percentage of Jewish residents in New Jersey and police in Lakewood are working with Ocean County Sheriff's Department to, quote, increase patrols in both a marked and unmarked capacity. Lakewood also deploying specially trained rapid response officers. Election officials nationwide have reported a surge in election-related threats ahead of the midterms. Liz Howard at the Brennan Center for Justice says the threats are coming from all directions. There are ongoing concerns about um, the potential for foreign adversaries to try to interfere with our elections. But yes, um, there are also concerns about domestic actors that are trying to spread uh, false information and otherwise interfere with our elections. Before Gabby Petito was found dead in Utah while on a road trip with her fiancé Brian Laundrie, the two had been involved in a traffic stop. Petito's family is suing the Moab City Police Department. Their attorney, Brian Stewart, says that the officers were required but didn't make an arrest after a witness said they saw Laundrie hit Petito. It's clear that, that the statute is not... A is not discretionary. It's mandatory that they effect an arrest and intervene when these, when these circumstances are present. Laundry was later found dead after taking his own life. Embattled actor Kevin Spacey will receive a Lifetime Achievement Award in Italy. This is CBS News. Brought to you by Clear, a faster, easier way through airport security. Try today for two months free by visiting clearme.com slash cbs22 or use code cbs22. 1103 on Wednesday evening, November 3rd, 2022. 58 degrees, dropping to the upper 40s to low 50s. Good evening, I'm Michelle Bash. Our top local story tonight is a big-time development in the quest to buy the Washington Commanders. Amazon founder and Washington Post owner Jeff Bezos appears to be very interested in acquiring the franchise, and he may be working with Jay-Z. 
Multiple news outlets report the Amazon founder and music mogul might team up or launch separate bids to buy the team. This conversation has begun now that the current owners, Dan and Tanya Snyder, announced they've hired Bank of America to handle any potential sale. Daniel Kaplan, senior NFL writer for The Athletic, joined WTOP earlier to talk about the factors that would determine who the new owner is. They want to make sure the owner has enough money to build a new stadium, fund new facilities, pay his salaries. So obviously diversity is a big issue for the NFL. They would love to have a general partner who's a minority, but absent that, they'd like to see diversity in the ownership group. It's not clear whether Amazon's deal to carry Thursday night football would be a conflict. Earlier, Bloomberg reported that media tycoon Byron Allen had also expressed interest in the team. He was trying to buy the Denver Broncos earlier this year. If Allen or Jay-Z were to lead a successful buying bid, they would be the first black majority owner in the NFL. How would you like to buy part of the former home of Washington's football team, RFK Stadium? Those are the seats that have seen all the good times of being an NFL fan in D.C. And now you have the opportunity to go out and really buy a piece of RFK Stadium that can be a part of your your home, your office. Ralph Morton is a vice president with Events DC, which has started selling lower bowl seats from inside RFK Stadium. They range in price from $350 to $500. Any seats you buy will be ready for pickup from the stadium next month. This is something that uh, is a classic thing that you will, if you're, you're a fan, and you treasure those moments, it's an opportunity to keep that alive. Seats from the iconic, bouncy upper deck will go on sale sometime next year. John Dome in WTOP News. It's 11.05. New tonight, police are still trying to make sense of a troubling situation that unfolded this afternoon involving some elementary school kids and their teacher in Frederick County, Maryland. Let's get the story from WTOP's Mike Marillo. It was from a cafe near Monrovia's Green Valley Elementary School that a call came in to 911 about multiple stabbings at the school. While we were responding, we made contact with the school and asked them if they had any stabbings going on. They told us no, but they were missing a teacher and 27 students. Todd Weivel with the Frederick County Sheriff's Office. He says it's unclear why the teacher took the kids through the woods to the cafe while having them discard any bright colored clothing. Then the teacher got there to the bus cafe with the children. She asked the owners to call 911. Weibel says the teacher was taken into custody but was clear to say that doesn't mean she's being charged with anything. The students were all unharmed and bussed back to the school to be reunited with their parents. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. And we, of course, will be checking for updates on this story. Stay with WTOP and WTOP.com for updates. In Virginia, parents and students were encouraged to email a new tip line where they could report divisive topics. It was one of Governor Glenn Youngkin's earliest projects, and now it is over. Some parents complained their kids were just assigned busy work during COVID. Another objected to teacher pay raises after a year of remote learning. One parent said it took remote learning to discover a school board's, quote, secret leftist politically motivated agenda and critical race theory brainwashing. But others used the tip line to compliment teachers and express appreciation. Now a Yunkin spokesperson says the tip line was deactivated in September because it wasn't receiving many emails at the time. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Coming up, Twitter employees will find out tomorrow morning if they have a job or not. Mass layoffs are starting. I'll talk with Washington Post tech reporter Garrett Devinick about it after traffic and weather. Stay with us. It's 1107.
Beautiful homes start from the floors up at FloorMax. This weekend, all in-stock wood floors are now on sale at FloorMax. Get up to 50% off oak, maple, and all in-stock wood floors now at FloorMax. Act now and you'll get 0% financing. Get your new wood floors at FloorMax now. Hurry, sale ends Monday. Visit FloorMaxFloors.com. FloorMaxFloors.com. See stores for selection and details. The Maryland general election is November 8. You have several ways to vote. You can postmark your ballot or place it in a drop box by 8 p.m. on November 8. Or you can vote in person at your polling location on Election Day between 7 a.m. and 8 p.m. For more information, visit elections.maryland.gov slash 2022. That's elections.maryland.gov slash 2022. It's 11.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, another busy night on the Beltway. We'll start off on the inner loop as you travel uh, from George Avenue toward Colesville Road. Two right lanes get you by the work zone. Crash that had been in delay just before George Avenue completely wrapped up and cleared. Then on the inner loop between 450 Annapolis Road, and U.S. 50 John Hanson Highway, uh, there you can get by the work zone. Two lanes to the left. Uh, watch out for a brief slowdown there, but it's it's gotten better as of late as folks get used to the fact that it's there. Out of loop, as you approach and pass Route 50 John Hanson Highway, two right lanes get you by the work. And then on the out of loop, after River Road, extending across the American Legion Bridge and through Georgetown Pike, eventually down to one single lane to the left through that work zone again. It does appear that the exit ramp to go to the GW Parkway and Georgetown Pike remain open. But again, just be aware it is very slow there as a result. 50 on the Bay Bridge, westbound span block for overnight maintenance. Eastbound carries two-way traffic, one lane for each direction. Then 50 west between Baydale Drive and the beginning of the Seven River Bridge. Single file left, get you by the works on the ramp to go north on Route 2 Ritchie Highway. That exit at 27B closed as part of the work zone. Uh, Virginia, 395 north down near Washington Boulevard, single file left, past the work. 66 east and west near the Roslyn Tunnel. Westbound traffic gets by single file left. Eastbound gets by single file to right and heads up for delays there as well. Then 66 uh, westbound as you head west of the Fairfax County Parkway toward Route 28 in Centerville. The right lane and the off-ramp to go south on 28 closed by the work zone. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Some areas of dense fog are looking likely overnight tonight through tomorrow morning with lows in the upper 40s to low 50s. Tomorrow's another mild day overall, low to mid-70s for highs. Mid to upper 70s on Saturday with breezy winds gusting up to 30 miles an hour and the chance for a shower on a mild Sunday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Now 58 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 9-11. I'm, pardon me, it's 11-11. Big layoffs are coming to Twitter tomorrow. A company-wide email says Twitter employees will get word at the start of business tomorrow about whether or not they are losing their jobs. The news comes one week after billionaire Elon Musk took over Twitter, which he bought for $44 billion and immediately fired several top executives. Joining me now to talk more about this tonight, Garrett Garrett DeVink, tech reporter for The Washington Post. And Garrett, The Washington Post obtained that email that was sent to company employees. What else does it say? What else do we learn from it? 
Well, there's not a lot in there. I mean, it, it has a sort of perfunctory thank you to Twitter employees for their service. And then, as you said, it says, you know, stand by, essentially, wait the night, you will get an email for workers on the West Coast uh, by 9am. Uh, for workers on the East Coast, that's by noon your time. And so right now, you know, 7,000 Twitter employees are waiting to see, are they in or are they out? Of course, hundreds of them have already quit over the last month or two as, you know, the it became more and more clear that Elon Musk would be taking over the company. Um, but yes, by tomorrow morning, um, you know, we'll, we'll see who is left at the company. And then it goes on to see, you know, what can they actually do? I mean, you can imagine if your company were to lose half of its employees overnight, what that might do to sort of being able to do the critical functions that the company performs, being able to continue the projects that you've been working on. So it's going to be very interesting to see what the company looks like after tomorrow. So that is the thinking that they will lose about 50% of the employees. That's right. Well, are, are these expected to be across the board cuts in every department or are they targeted? Definitely across the board. There's some departments we know have been wiped out completely, and including um, internal communication. So those are the people who, you know, send things out to employees, letting them know about what's going on at the company. Um, but pretty much every department, you know, one of the things that, you know, some outside experts that we've been talking to are quite concerned about is, you know, whether t- Twitter will be able to continue to you know, maintain its cybersecurity. The company's already struggled with it over the years. Uh, there was a whistleblower who came out earlier this year saying that Twitter has very lax cybersecurity and is sort of vulnerable to, to all kinds of hacks. And so losing a lot of the people who defend the company from hacks and also the pl- company plans to cut some of the spending on cloud services, on its data centers to sort of keep the website up and running. And so there's real concerns that the actual app itself, the website itself, could suffer from more glitches and more hacks going forward. And, of course, this is happening days before a, a major important election here in the U.S. Yes, that's right. I mean, a lot of politics does play out on Twitter and, you know, Elon Musk has not changed the company's content moderation policies yet. He's actually said, look, we're, we're not going to be making changes. The rules that have been the rules before about, you know, election misinformation still stand. Um, but he is going to be looking at it. I, I think, though, you know, his priority right now is the financial side of Twitter. You know, this, these cuts are so that he's going to be able to have the cash on hand to make the interest payments Um, on the debt that he took out to buy the company. Um, He's also trying to find ways to make more money and and also shore up the existing revenue. So he spent a couple days earlier this week in New York meeting with some of the biggest advertisers in the world to, you know, talk to them and convince them not to abandon his platform because he needs to keep money coming in the door to keep this company afloat. Wow. Thank you, Garrett, for joining us tonight. Anytime. That is Garrett DeVink. He is a tech reporter with The Washington Post. And coming up here on WTOP, how did the Caps do in Detroit? We'll check in with Rob Woodfork on that and other sports information. It's 1114. Attention registered voters. By now, you should have received your vote-by-mail ballot application for Maryland's November 8th gubernatorial general election. Ballots will be mailed to voters beginning the week of October 3rd. If you would like to vote by mail, it is not too late to request your vote-by-mail ballot application. Please contact the Prince George's County Board of Elections or text VBM to 77788. 
On Tuesday, November 8, all polling places will be open. However, please note that your polling place may have changed due to redistricting. To avoid confusion on Election Day, voters are encouraged to vote by mail or vote early at one of the 13 early voting sites. For more information, contact the Prince George's County Board of Elections at 301-341-7300. Sponsored by the Prince George's County Board of Elections. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And here's Rob Woodfork. All right, the Capitals uh, have lost three straights and four of their last five. Uh, it was a 3-1 loss in Detroit tonight. And Peter Laviolette's team going 0-4 on the power play. Well, we got to finish. You know, like uh, uh, we had chances. We kept pressing through the entire night. I thought we had looks. I thought we had opportunities. And we got to find that next one, especially in the third period in a 1-1 game. We got to find a way to, to get it into the net. So there's opportunity. And uh, um, we're able to cash in. One goal uh, coming off the stick of Alex Ovechkin. It was uh, career goal number 786. He ties the record for career, career goals with one franchise and does it in the city where Gordie Howe said it. It's also the 400th road goal of his career. That's too shy of Wayne Gretzky's record. Uh, World Series Game 5 now, top of the eighth inning. The Astros adding some insurance on an RBI ground out. They lead in Philadelphia 3-1. to one. Jeremy Pena driving in the other two runs including the uh, first World Series home run by a rookie shortstop. Very niche, I know. Philly fans can take heart, though, and their Eagles flying to an 8-0 start for the first time in franchise history. They beat the one-win Texans 29-17. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you tonight on WTOP. His company already broadcasts NFL games every week. Now he might be in line to own an NFL franchise. Multiple news outlets report Amazon's Jeff Bezos is interested in buying the Washington Commanders. The reports say entertainment mogul Jay-Z is also interested. And Bloomberg has reported that media tycoon Byron Allen is also in the running. Paul Pelosi is out of the hospital tonight. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says her husband is at home and continuing a long recovery process after he was brutally attacked in his California home six days ago, suffering from a skull fracture. Mass layoffs will start at Twitter tomorrow. One week after billionaire Elon Musk officially took ownership of the social media company, he appears to be following through on a previous statement to cut the company's staff by as much as 75%. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Rich Hunter in the traffic center. All right, traveling on 66 westbound as you approach the Roslyn Tunnel. Single file left gets you by the work zone. Beyond that, you're in pretty good shape getting to the Bellway. West of the Bellway, they're still getting stuff underway. But we definitely know between route, uh, the Fairfax County Parkman, Route 28 in the center of the right lane, and the off ramp to go south on 28, closed by the work zone. That's exit 53A. Uh, you're diverted a little further west to 29 to work your way back. Ramp to go north on 28 from westbound 66 is open. 66 eastbound between 29 Centerville and the Fairfax County Parkway. Single file left past the work. The ramp to go north on 28 exit 53 closed again. Detour will take you up to the Fairfax County Parkway. Uh, beyond that, uh, they're supposed to be setting up near Route 50. And again, as you approach uh, Nutley Street headed toward the valley, but still haven't gotten any uh, lane configurations there as of yet. 395 north. Approaching Washington Boulevard, single file left past the work zone. Heaviest volume by far is on the outer loop of the Beltway. The work zone taper begins just south of River Road. 
extends across the American Legion Bridge through the bridge at Georgetown Pike. You're down to a single left lane through the work center. It is very slow getting into and through that work center. It's length. Again, the exits to both the GW Parkway and Georgetown Pike remain open, but it's going to take you some time to get there as a result. Over in Maryland, two separate work zones on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway southbound. First approaching I-195, single right lane gets you by. Then before you get down to Route 100, you're down to a single left lane through the work zone. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. Storm Team 4 is Amelia Draper. Low temperatures on this Thursday night falling into the upper 40s to low 50s. And make sure to be on the lookout for some thick fog. This could still be an issue tomorrow morning. Otherwise, a mix of clouds and sun throughout the day with highs in the low to mid-70s. Mid to upper 70s for highs Saturday and Sunday. Plenty of clouds out there on Saturday with breezy winds gusting up to 30 miles an hour, even feeling a little bit humid out there on Saturday. There's the chance for a shower on Sunday, mainly west of Washington and mainly through the first half of the day. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. It's 60 in Annapolis, 55 in Bowie, and 52 in Leesburg. Lows tonight from the upper 40s to low 50s. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, a local school board member that was heard using an ableist slur repeats an apology. 1121. My husband struggled with erectile dysfunction for 10 years. The pills never worked all that well. Now that we've been through the treatments at Monument Medical Clinic, our relationship has completely changed. The wave technology was quick and easy and really did increase his blood flow. Now we're both enjoying the results. Hi guys, it's Andrew with Monument Medical Clinic. Our technology is proven to open up and regrow blood vessels. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED, call us right now and you'll qualify for the exam, assessment, even the ultrasound totally free. Plus, for callers in the next two minutes, an enhanced gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom. Call 202-908-5555. That's 202-908-5555. Put a stop to your erectile dysfunction, no pills, and no side effects. Call Monument Medical Clinic to qualify for that $600 offer totally free. 202-908-5555. It's 1122. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter Smith & Wesson is committed to empowering Americans no matter what. With inflation hitting everywhere, we've decided to make a change. Now, you can buy a Smith & Wesson Shield Plus, our most popular concealed carry firearm, at an all-new low price, $100 off MSRP. We're absorbing the costs and passing along the savings to you so you don't have to compromise on personal security. Visit smithandwesson.com to find a Shield Plus near you. Smith & Wesson. Always expect the best. This is WTOP News. 1123. New tonight, another apology from Fairfax County School Board member Karen Keyes Gamara after she was heard using a slur about people with disabilities during a board meeting last month. Keyes Gamara is not stepping down. She plans to take steps to improve her relationship with those affected by the language she used. In the coming weeks, I am scheduled to observe a special education program for students in self-contained and in general education inclusive settings. 
and to deepen my understanding of the responsibilities of special education teachers and leaders working in our schools. Keys Gamara has been a board member since 2017. It's time to turn back the clocks this weekend. Daylight saving time comes to an end at 2 a.m. Sunday. And even though we're gaining an hour of sleep, the change can lead to some dangerous driving habits. Due to the time change back to standard time, people are just more aware of sleep right now. That's why Joseph Derzhevsky, a researcher with the National Sleep Foundation, says it's the perfect time to raise awareness and remind drivers to get enough sleep after the time change. Drowsy driving is impaired driving. He cites new research showing that even though 95% of Americans think drowsy driving is risky, more than 6 in 10 admit they've driven a car when they were so tired they could barely keep their eyes open. 62% of drivers equates to over 150 million motorists in the United States. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. If drowsy driving wasn't enough to think about, we have some sobering new information about what drivers are paying attention to other than the road. Half of drivers said they performed distracting device-based tasks during most or all of their drives in the 30 days before being surveyed about it. That survey of about 2,000 drivers was done by the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety. Many of the distracting tasks were done hands-free, but some were not. 8% of drivers said they regularly played games while driving, and 10% said they watched videos regularly. Two groups stood out as being especially distractible behind the wheel, parents and gig workers. John Aaron, WTOP News. 1125 Money News with Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow lost another 147 points in Thursday's session. Lyft is cutting 13% of its workforce. Payment at Stripe is cutting 14%. Fintech startup Chime is cutting 12% of its workforce. Elon Musk is eliminating Twitter's generous employee remote work and will require employees to return to offices. Brooklyn Bowl, a New York bowling alley and concert venue, has signed on to anchor a new development by D.C.'s Audi Field. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. The Nikkei is down 2%, but Hong Kong's Hang Seng is up more than 4.5%. Coming up after traffic and weather on WTOP, the latest on who's interested in buying the Commanders and more changes coming tomorrow at Twitter. 1126. The following is a paid commercial message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. Our Lord teaches us the perfect prayer as he tells us to call God our Father with the assurance that there is no such thing as an unanswered prayer. The response may come at a time we least expect, and it may not be what we desire. Yet, the answer always comes from our Heavenly Father, who intimately knows us and will provide us with not necessarily what we want, but always with what we truly need. So never be discouraged and persevere in prayer. On a daily basis, entrust your cares, needs, and intentions to God. As His beloved sons and daughters, continue to ask, seek, and knock. And with profound trust in our Father's love for us, conclude every prayer with the words, Thy will be done. Are you looking for an IT solutions provider that understands?